0: You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.church. Good morning. We are taking a walk down the Jericho Road this week. Jesus first told this story to help explain who our neighbors are. So instead of just listening to the story, I want us to walk in it. I invite you to find space to walk in the shoes of three individuals. We'll use psychology, poetry, and scripture to get us into the story. Because we're doing the hard work of relating and sitting in another story, We will pause for intentional breath and silence throughout. So let us begin with a breath and a poem. This poem is from Nakia Homer. Some days I swear I'm going to give up. Some days I swear I'll never give up. Some days I just swear Every day, I just keep going. We will walk the path of the Samaritan first, the hero of our story. Let's take a moment to get into the passage. You can close your eyes. You can walk as you listen. You can write, draw, or engage in any way that helps you to get into the shoes of the Samaritan. We take a breath together. You are a Samaritan, walking along a dangerous road. You feel fear, anxiety, uncertainty. As a Samaritan, you have been called names, spit upon, even physically injured because of who you are. You are seen as someone who worships wrong, so much so your own temple was destroyed not so long ago. You walk the dangerous road, alert and vigilant, watching for robbers. After all, this is called the way of blood for a reason. As you walk, you see something on the road ahead. You can't quite make it out. You approach slowly. It seems to be moving, writhing. It is a traveler. They have been badly beaten, clearly robbed and left for dead. You take a breath. You feel your heart beating out of your chest. Your palms are sweaty. You wanna go home to your family and you wonder, what if this is a trap? What if the robbers are still around the corner waiting for me to stop? As the traveler groans, your heart breaks. You feel their pain in your bones and recall the times that you have been deeply harmed. Those wounds break forth into your remembrance. You bend down and check on the traveler. Look through your pack and see what you can use as a bandage to cleanse their wounds. You lift them up onto your donkey and begin the journey towards home. You see an inn in the distance and you feel the money from your journey in your pocket. Hard-earned money. Money that you risk walking the Jericho Road to earn. And you look at the broken and bruised traveler on your donkey. You hand your money over to an innkeeper and promise to pay the additional fees for the traveler's care. You walk away thinking how you will explain this to your family, but sigh and study yourself and continue on your way. Brené Brown, in her book, The Atlas of the Heart, says empathy is a tool of compassion. We can respond empathically only if we are willing to be present to someone's pain. If we are not willing to do that, it's not real empathy breathe as you think about the empathy the Samaritan had for the traveler and where you have been the Samaritan yourself drawing on your own pain to bear witness to another shake off the character of the Samaritan and put on maybe the classier clothes of the Levite or the priest As you pause, I invite you to hear this poem by Ted Washington. People are motivated more by the avoidance of their fears than by the pursuit of pleasure. The things we fear are well-defined and linger a lifetime while the pleasures change with the day. Let's get back into this passage. You're walking the Jericho Road. You feel you are a target for robbery, alert and fearful. You've heard terrible stories of what happens here. You are frustrated. You have to walk this on your own. Someone should be protecting you. As you walk, frustrated and fearful, ruminating on your day, you see something on the road ahead. Is it a traveler? You think to yourself, I don't want that to happen to me. So you keep your distance. You are tired. Think to yourself, another foolish traveler. Clearly they were not as vigilant as I am. Sure. We're walking the same path, but this person is not like me. Maybe they are one of the robbers and they crossed the wrong member of their group. This could be a trap. You hasten your steps and keep going. By the time you get home, you've forgotten about the traveler on the road you're just glad to have made it back safe and sound. But as you lay your head on your pillow, your heart is racing and many more fears flood your mind. Avoidance is a coping strategy for difficult emotions. It involves not showing up and zigzagging around and away from the things that feel like they're consuming us. Avoidance isn't benign, it can hurt us, other people, and lead to increased moments of anxiety. In her book, Dance of Fear, Dr. Harriet Linaire writes, It is not fear that stops you from doing the brave and true thing in your daily life. Rather, the problem is avoidance. You do not want to feel comfortable. So you avoid doing or saying things that will evoke fear and any other difficult emotions. Avoidance will make you feel less vulnerable in the short run, but will never make you less afraid. It does not feel good to walk in these shoes. So we're going to change one more time. Take another deep breath. We're changing to the final character of this story the story of the traveler. Here's your poem from Rupi Kaur. When the world comes crashing at your feet, it's okay to let others help pick up the pieces. If we're present to take part in your happiness, when your circumstances are great, we are more capable of sharing your pain. Community. Let's get into the passage one more time. But if you've been through trauma similar to that of the traveler in any way, feel free to sit this imagination out feel free to step away from this here we go you're walking the jericho road alone you are vigilant you are holding your money from today's sales close you are quick but casual trying not to draw attention to yourself you have tried to stay within eyeshot of nice looking travelers but you are tired you start to lie behind you're alone Just then you hear footsteps quickening behind you, and before you know it, you find yourself on the ground. Your money is gone. You are sore and wondering if anything is broken. You are so careful. You see a Levite walking towards you. You try to raise your head to call for help, but suddenly he's gone. You squint and see a priest priest approaching in the distance. Surely they will help. They cross to the other side. Do they see something that I don't? Are the robbers back? Are other dangerous people around? Then another person approaches. Their steps are slow, and they're looking at me. They bend down and look at my wounds. They're a Samaritan, and I don't trust Samaritans. My heart quickens. What will they take next? I have nothing left to give but they begin to dress my wounds and they calmly speak to me and get me on their donkey. They are carrying me and I fall asleep as we ride. When my eyes open, they are settling me into an inn. I can't afford this. All my money is gone. I'm about to protest, but I see the Samaritan has paid the cost and is promising to cover any other expenses. I drift asleep, exhausted but safe. Jesus tells this story to teach an expert in the law about who his neighbor is. Is it the Levite or the priest or the Samaritan? Before I conclude with a directive to be more neighborly, I need to say, some of us who are reading this passage are feeling more like the traveler, beaten and bleeding on the side of the road. And if that's you, your job is to just receive help. And that is enough for right now. But if you're walking down the Jericho road today, a little afraid, like all the characters were, but walking relatively safely and unharmed, it may be time to evaluate how Jesus would tell the story to you. Who is the neighbor that Jesus is challenging you to love? Listen to the beginning of the passage one last time. And when we get to Jesus's reply, I invite you to sit in silence, reflecting on who Jesus might use in a story. He was telling you, instead of the expert in the law. Who are your priests and Levites? Who is the Samaritan in your retelling? Who is the traveler, and where is your Jericho Road? Starting in verse 25. On the occasion, the expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. When you have answered correctly, Jesus replied, Do this, and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In his reply, Jesus said, Listen to what Jesus might be saying to you in that silence. I return to my question. Who is the neighbor you are missing because you crossed to the other side of the road? Who is the surprising Samaritan tending the wounds of someone you found unapproachable, dangerous, disgusting? This may be a time to challenge yourself. We have all been the Samaritan. And we have all been the priest and Levite at one time or another. The expert in the law got the message, but still can't even name the Samaritan. When Jesus asked, who is the neighbor? He says, the one who shows mercy. He got the right answer, but he can't even say their name. He's still distant from the Samaritan lesson. If there is a neighbor you are struggling to care for or even acknowledge, it may be time to work through that. Bring this up with a therapist or a trusted friend. Begin to work out your wounds and walls with this neighbor. Ask Jesus how you might find empathy for someone you would traditionally avoid. May we find the edges of our compassion and find ways to grow them safely and healthily to reach those we could not love, and to care for those we could not understand, to help those we hurt and abandoned. May we find ways to love ourselves and love others in a way that heals wounds, comforts fears, and eases our worries. Amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected, visit circleofhope.church. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook at Circle of Hope Net.